Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ DeMers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Josh Williams and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 187 for Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. 187, only one time. Penal code from ever. Come on, 187 on a motherfucking cop. Tick tock. Anyways, um, welcome onesies. I got all sorts of stuff to share with you. I uh got a haircut. Hmm. Um, I I did a bunch of errands running around. I picked up some more promo stuff. I'll tell you guys about it. I did a, a headline a week at Absolute Comedy. No big deal. Uh, I did that. I got to see some comics I haven't seen in a while, which was nice to see everybody. Uh, all sorts of little things to talk about. Uh, started playing a new game when I thought I'd be, I'd be fucking around all day, every day before showtime. So far from the truth. Uh, ordered another meal kit. Uh, got in touch with my guy from DK. Uh <sighs> I'll just, I'll tell you what, I'm working on something special for the, uh, 200th episode and I'll tell you guys a little bit about that. And, uh, what else? I'm just looking at some uh, little quick little notes here. Um, I dicked around on Jason's Amazon account for him and I'll tell you guys about that. I had a chat with my buddy, Dylan Black, who's a local, uh, humanitarian philanthropist, radio personality, all these different things. I chatted with him and I'm going to be doing a little guest spot on his, uh, his Instagram live videos, interviews, whatever, sometime soon. Um, I'm rewatching South Park. I'm fucking crying, laughing at some of the older stuff. It's just like, I'm, I'm in like season 13 now. I didn't watch every, I think I started like season eight or nine and I've been like falling asleep and it's on in the background. I'm actually having trouble sleeping again. I'm, I'm still like falling asleep at three o'clock in the morning. Um, so despite me going to bed at like 1130, I'm just awake and uh, periodically having bouts on the phone and stuff like that. But, but, but South Park's playing in the background and I'm, I'm just sometimes fucking crying, laughing. Some of it's, you know, you're, I'm, I'm seeing the, the, the trend. I'm watching the evolution from like just the individual silly episodes to like where they're going like more, you know, episode after episode of the same theme or, or if you're like, I, I can't believe I'm stifling a yawn already. It's, it's. 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, it's because I got three hours sleep. Yeah, that would make sense. I got up early today. Take my mom to Costco, but don't worry, I'm not going to waste your guys' time talking about that because I got lots of other stuff to talk about. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to uh, play a clip for you guys uh, of a new joke that I've been kind of dicking around with and putting pen to paper with, and it is not super original, but I'm having fun with it and the audience seemed to as well. So I, I tried it for the first time on the, the Sunday night show. So I did Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one show per night due to the 9 PM last call uh, regulation here in Ottawa, Ottawa, Ontario, where I live. And, um, 
Yeah, so we're going to see what's going on with that. Okay, I can't I can't deal with this yawn shit. I can't deal with this yawn. I stifled the second one. I managed to beat it. Sometimes the yawns beat me. Sometimes I beat them. But uh, I'm going to bust out a fucking Red Bull here. Give me one sec. Oh, man, I got some great songs stuck in my head today. I was trying to pick one for this week. And then I think that a uh, little mix of the bit plus the ending song are going to go together brilliantly. Um, also, not a paid advertisement for Red Bull. My buddy Peter left a couple sugar-free Red Bulls, which is going to be like, Red Bull already tastes like, yeah, I'm going to shit on them. So, you know, it's not a paid ad. Uh, I don't like how they taste to begin with. Um, and then you put like that sugar free. So like everything sugar free or whatever's got like some sort of aspartame sucralose synthetic, like, like, Hey, thank God you're not going to be slightly fatter, but enjoy your laminated organs and your fucking cancer. So here we go. Sugar free red bill. Try to get a little fucking oh, jet fuel in me to try to wake my ass up. Woo. That's a big one there. Yeah! Oh God, it's so fucking weird. I I heard a comic. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who it was because it was so fucking funny. Yeah. Um. And if I can, if I pop this in my head later on, I will definitely credit them. But they did a joke about how Red Bull tastes like wet car keys. <laughs> it's exactly. It's exactly what it tastes like. It's so fucking gross and metallic tasting. Uh, so if you're not, if you're looking for something like that, uh, Red Bull's your thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jesus. I was also, um, uh, well, let's just fucking hit my list here and we'll start just, just talking about some stuff. Okay. Got a haircut. Man, was it expensive. I went to go see my barber. Now he did a great job. Great dude. I love the guy and I love his business because my barber's not like a, a dude at, you know, a regular Baba place, right? He's, uh, he's the owner. All right. I got two barbers as a matter of fact, in Ottawa. Um, and both of them own their place, uh, which is great. Cause both great dudes. Uh, but one of them last I heard was closed for a uh, time being, uh, just taking care of some loved ones and stuff. So no hate, no shade. In fact, when he's back, I'll be going back to him. I'll have to stagger it, man, because, um, I like the haircut that I got from my one guy. Um, neither are paid advertisers. So, you know, if either one of them wants to start cutting my hair for free, I'll still tip. I'll give a good ass tip and, uh, and I'd be happy to plug their businesses on the old podcast. So anyone who looks at me and goes, wow, if I want to look as good as that guy, <laughs> maybe it might hurt them. Anyways, no wonder neither of them has offered a partnership yet. Um, I got my hair cut fucking, f I get like, okay, so I get my hair done. I get my beard done. Now I, I go to places in like Kingston, whatever, where it's like a $15 haircut. So I'm like, I'm like 25 bucks tip in, you know, 10 bucks, $10 tip. I'm a hero to them. They're happy. I'm happy. Uh, there's places I go in Ottawa where it's generally speaking, I'm at like 30 bucks and then 40 by the time I've, I've given the test, I'll give a $10 tip, but son of a bitch. Um, this one here, I'm like, I think this is my, like my last one. I'm like, ah, it's gonna be the last one I do before the holidays. So I did like a Christmas tip. I gave my, my barber 20 bucks. Before I even knew what it was, like I, I, I'm used to paying 50 bucks for a haircut. I'm like, all right, I can do a $20 tip, $70 haircut. Jesus Christ. I know women are listening. Like, you don't even know what it costs to get your hair down when you're getting, whatever. Um, then don't do it. Then don't do it. If it's so expensive besides it's half his money anyways, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> ah, pissing people off early. Okay. So listen, uh, I, I do the haircut. 
And he's like, uh, he's like, just charge. It goes, he says to the girls behind the counter, he goes, just charge him for the, the hair and not the beard. Cause he did my beard too and did a great job. But, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't charge him for the beard, just the haircut. So I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it'll be like 40 bucks or something like that or whatever. Still 50 bucks. It was 50 bucks the last time I paid, uh, when I first went and he did the beard and everything like that. So I, I'm like, fuck me. Like if it's going to cost me, Lord, no, if they're charging $50 for a haircut, Lord knows what they're caught charging for a beard trim. And then to tip like 10 bucks on top of that. <coughs> Can't do it guys. Can't do it. Way too much fucking money for a haircut. And, um, I have not had one person on me. Like, oh my God, dude, your do is so fresh. I can barely keep my pants on. If I start getting that as a response, then, then maybe, you know, I'll look into the $70 haircuts, but Christ almighty 70 bucks. That'll get you, you know, a little HJ, little mouth play from a, from a hooker. Wouldn't it? I'm not saying I'm into that, but Jesus Christ. Like I joked one time, uh, on stage, but like when the, the, the personal trainers, like when you break down the cost at like good life, if you have like a personal trainer on a monthly basis, your cost per week is like 300 and some dollars a week. And I was like, I hate to break it to you guys, but if I had 300 and some dollars of disposable income every week, I'd just be getting a hooker. I'd get a good looking hooker, little cup, how cup, how it doesn't matter what shape I'm in. And then off I go. All right. If I had that level of disposable, like, like who's hitting who? All right. So if I have 70 bucks to blow on my haircut, I could tell you, uh, well, I, I still wouldn't. I got, I can't, I, I'm envious of the guys who can just pay for it. You know what I mean? And everyone's thinking, well, you could too, Josh. I'm like, yeah, but I, I would imagine just like when I buy a t-shirt, there's going to be a, an extra premium. <laughs> You know what I mean? Somebody looks at me and goes, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to do all the work. There's a surcharge for that. You know what I mean? More material in a shirt, more fucking work for, for, uh, you know, she's got to fucking, you know, repress her or, or, or convince her. So she's got to do a little extra coaching for herself or whatever, before she fucking has a role in the hay with someone who looks like me. Let's just get off to a good start. <laughs> I would imagine. You know what I mean? They sell you two seats on an airplane. I haven't had that problem. Thank Christ. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, one seat on an airplane is expensive enough. Right? So you're going to need to pay for an extra seat. How dare you? Um, I also picked up a new BiPAP machine. Speaking of being a fat fuck, um, I picked up a new, uh, you know, sleep apnea machine. Uh, nothing special there. I just now have two. So when I go on the road, I'll be able to take one with me. The, uh, the existing such, excuse me, Jesus. Now I got hiccups. Red Bull, you solved nothing. Let's go back to it. I got an abusive relationship with Jesus. It's such a weird taste. There's people who like slam back three or four of these in a day. It's disgusting. Two bulls slamming their heads together in the logo. I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. Does it mean it makes you go full fucking rubber head? Slap your helmet on and run into a wall. Like what is this? What is the fucking, I, did I say with logos, you're supposed to understand what the point is. Like the logo is also supposed to express to you what it is. This is quite literally two massive thing, muscular animals just fighting each other, which is basically what I think of with Red Bulls. Just a bunch of fucking meatheads picking fights in a bar. Give me a Jager bomb. You want booze and a Red Bull? One thing that's going to blow up your heart. Yeah. Woo. I'm a fucking animal. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. Vitalizes body and mind energy drink. I thought it used to be, yeah, it contains aspartame and as asulfame potassium asulfame. Oh, there's only five calories. Gee, I wonder what it comes from considering everything else is like 
Yeah, it says sugar free. So where are the calories coming from? The the fucking <laughs> I don't know if there's calories in like, you know, sulfuric acid or whatever it is, the arsenic that's in this battery acid, you know, flavor that it has. I heard oh, fuck. I heard taurine has uh bull semen in it. Which makes sense because tor T A U R is like Taurus, right? Means bull. Right, the uh, the constellation of Taurus, the bull, for all of those astrological monkeys out there that think everything hinges on that. Um, I was in the middle of something. Yeah, I picked up a new BiPAP machine. My old system uh, is like bolted to the wall at home, so it's like, well, theory. Yeah, well, not theoretically. For all intents and purposes, it's essentially bolted to the wall, so it makes it. I couldn't even begin to explain the unpacking the garage. Uh, in order to, to get to everything, to disconnect it, whatever. So usually I'm only gone for like a week. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not dealing with it. Now I've got a second one. Now I've got one that can come with me on the road. So, uh, you know, while, while I'm working, you'd, you'd think that would be the most important time to have the machine with me. It's like, you know, while you're supposed to be using your brain and being creative and working, you'd think that would be the time that you need oxygen at night. My, uh, my two weeks in Kingston were just brutal because it was so fucking hot and so dry. I think that if, had I had a machine, like I, I, I woke up like 19 times a night, guys, constantly tossing and turning there. Um, so anyways, got that, got that machine. That was a huge headache that is now over with. Got the machine. All is well. Um, let's talk about what else I got going on. I started playing this game uncharted Two. very little bit of playing. I, I finished the first one and I started playing the second one and it started off with like, it's really like uh, Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider kind of stuff. Like we just, it's just adventures jumping and running around shooting and climbing walls. It has like a bit of an Assassin's Creed feel to it where you're climbing up the sides of buildings and, and stuff like that. Um, so it's fun. I'm not super far into it. There's really nothing to the story in this one. He's got two ladies, uh, you know, two potential love interests or whatever. Um, it was funny. One of them at one point, like he runs into the blonde from the first game. Like he's, there's this new bitch in the second, like none of this really matters. It's just, he's just some Indiana Jones guy type thing. His name is Nathan Drake. And he is, uh, some long black haired British chick. Um, you know, yak, yak, yak. And then they bump into the blonde in the middle of some, some war zone or whatever from the first one. It's like, Oh, who's this? And she's like, I'm last year's model. Like he's some new James Bond who every year's got a new, new snitch or whatever. Uh, that's, that's what we used to call bitches back in the day. So you wouldn't get in trouble. Who's this snitch? Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah. So I started playing that. I, I not nowhere near as much as I would have. I can't even say would have liked to, because I had plenty of opportunities where I'm like, well, I'll fire up the, the PlayStation, but I didn't, I did a lot of graphic design and work and uploading and planning and writing and reading. Um, so a lot of fucking around too. Uh, I know that like I, I get this stupid little like candy crush type game on my phone and I feel like a little old lady because I, I am burning like I'm laying in bed, you know, burning through my free lives like every night before bed and in the afternoon when I need a little break after a meal or something. So, man, I, I'm telling you, um, <laughs> I, I, I feel good and, and productive this week. So I um, a couple things I did. So talking about graphic design stuff, I picked up some stickers uh, and some promo cards and stuff like that, that I, I got done. So I did a bunch of graphic design. I dropped them off last, uh, Tuesday, I think either before or after I recorded the podcast and 
there, there's also things. So a few things I want to throw out here real quick. Um, anybody who wants some free like stickers, some podcast promo stickers, some business cards, some little kind of square stickers, like the cover of the album. If you want any of those, I can mail them super cheap. So contact at one man Please let me know if you're interested. I'd be happy to fill an envelope to the legal capacity, you know, before I have to pay for like a parcel and, uh, I'll send you some free one man podcast stuff. Thanks for listening. I appreciate that. Uh, more than happy to do that. Um, again, contact at one man podcast.com. Just send me your mailing address. You don't have to, you know, I mean, I get that. That's kind of like, Whoa, I don't know. well, if you want it, that's what you got to do. All right. I got to know where I'm sending it. Um, so that's a thing. Ooh, bing. I thought I put this on vibrate, but I didn't. Ding. Hi, Greg. Have you applied for the, who the fuck is this? Hello, everyone. Oh, one second. Hi, Greg. Have you applied for the... What is this? Do, do, do. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I... Uh, sorry. Oh, that's a weird text. I got a weird text a while back from a friend. Like, I think... I can't... I And I don't have time. It's a giant paragraph. I don't have time to just sit here and read it. Um, well, I could have just hit pause and read it, but anyways, it's a big thing. I think, can't remember if he was asking for help for his business or for someone else's business in the neighborhood or what was it. And I think it was a few weeks ago and now somebody's, yeah, it was November 20th and someone just responded now, I guess it's a group message and it's like, Hey, have you considered applying for the blah, blah, blah. It's like, what is cool? What the fuck is going on? You gotta ask people not to put me in groups with other people. Cause it basically just gives other people your number. Like they might not know who I am. And I, I certainly don't know who this person is. It's just a phone number that's responding, but, uh, but a little annoying. I gotta say a little bit of uh, fucking annoyance there. Um, so, um, what else we got here? Yeah. The stickers promo, send me a, a, an email address or whatever. And I will, uh, or not an email address, yeah, a mailing address. And I'll send it to you. Um, I told you guys I was rewatching South Park. Uh, I had a chat with my buddy, Dylan Black, and he's a great dude. And Dylan and I have such, we fucking make each other laugh. He's such a good dude. The thing is, he's like on, um, he's, he's like on the radio and he does a lot of like, like I said, humanitarian fundraising, uh, philanthropist stuff. He, he's the host on a, a daytime talk show. Not at the moment. It's actually a little, uh, it's on hiatus, you know, due to COVID, like a lot of things, but it's like, he's such a good dude, but his like brand is like Johnny helpful to the community or whatever. Not to say that that's not who he is. That is so who he is, but he's like down to earth. Funny. You can joke with him. You can, you can bust balls. Like he's a good dude, but he like, he can't do anything like that on any of his platforms. You know what I mean? Like, so you want to like bust balls with, you know, or not, not even just bust balls. You want to like be funny. It's like, it has to be like senior citizen safe level stuff. And some of the shit that he has on his show, like I was, I was fucking making fun. He was dying laughing too. Uh, but I was like, it's like one of those morning shows where you're like, and next on, we're going to have, Carolyn, who is the head of, uh, you know, happy pumpkins, uh, you know, sanctuary where, you know, she'll come on and she'll be, she'll be explaining to us that pumpkins have never been in more danger from the North Saskatchewan, you know, orange produce locust, um, you know, and she comes on, well, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but pumpkins are number one on the list for the, and it's like, what the fuck? It's so, who cares? It's like, so, you know, and then he gets on and he's like, so, uh, if you want to donate to, you go to, uh, save the uh, you know, or, or no to locusts, uh, <laughs> dot net or whatever, 
you know what I mean? Uh, tomorrow tune in. We're going to have a woman saying that more people are rolling their ankles, uh, due to holes in their backyards due to squirrels trying to bury their nuts this time of year. Uh, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, you too could be at risk for slightly rolling your ankle in your own backyard. Uh, we'll see tomorrow. <laughs> like, like, I was just, and he was dying laughing. Cause I'm just like, that's like who books this shit. But it's like, but the idea is it's like, it's daytime television. The only people who were watching it before were seniors, right? Cause for them, it was like the fucking six o'clock news, right? Come 11 o'clock in the morning. They've been up since 4am. Their day's almost over. Right. So they're uh, getting the news and, Oh, I could have rolled my ankle in the backyard. Um, so like, you know, you got to, I get that he's got to appeal to the demographic, but Jesus Christ. And then he does, <laughs> then he does these, uh, and I'm not naming his show because I'm not trying to get him in shit. I mean, I, I didn't name him and it wouldn't take much of a, a Google search to find all that shit out, but you know what? It's not, uh, I, I'm a truth teller guys. Um, I'm trying to say, I, I'm trying to say, I love this man. He's a great human being. And unfortunately for me, for me, not for him, but for me, uh, you know, wanting to shoot the shit with him and, and, you know, be old Josh Willies, you know, it's tough to, uh, it's tough to, to be funny and stuff like that with an audience. That's like, how, like, like, you know what I mean? When they do those like cooking show recipes and stuff on TV too, where it's like, today we're going to make spaghetti and meat sauce. And it's like, you want to boil your water, then stick your noodles in. And then when it's done, we're going to go over to the sink here and we're going to drain it. And then we're going to open up this jar of Classico sauce, dump it into the noodles and give it a stir. And there you have it. A meal that you can make. And it's like, you're just going like, what? Why is this the thing? You know? And then they come over and that's so funny. The hosts come over like they don't know how to do it. Okay. So tell me, uh, what should I do here? What do you need me to do? How do I, uh, how do I do this here? I just, I keep stirring. You want me to keep stirring? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like, what are you doing? You got the easiest fucking thing in front of you. So anyways, the point is I'm going to be on Dylan Black's. <laughs> I'm going to be on his show. Uh, not his show. Um, he does like an Instagram live interview thing now. So we got that coming up in the works. Um, but the, the thing for me was just, just cool. I think it was on the phone with him for like two hours. We were just, it's been a while. We haven't, we haven't really chatted or whatever. So it was nice to catch up with my buddy, see what's going on in his life. Fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm barely crossing things off. We're already at the 20 minute mark. I mean, you can look at your phone. You'll have the extra couple minutes from the promos beginning intro music, but, uh, I'm at 21 minutes here on the old Rick Corda. Um, so what else we got here? I, uh, speaking of, of the promo stuff. So yeah, like I said, um, I want to give away more of my books. Um, I've, I've gotten a ton of book gotten, I've got a ton of books. Um, I've been reading through some, I gave Meyer Haw the behind the horror book, but one of the things I got is these little stickers that I just slap inside a book that I give it away. Maybe get a free, you know, a listener or two out of it in the process as they see their way to win a home, these books. So I've got, um, not much at the moment. But, um, I just wanted to say like, if anybody, if you guys hear me mention a book or anything like that, uh, feel free to message me and, and be like, Hey, I wouldn't mind, uh, that book. Pre I mean, preferably, I know I have a lot of listeners in my hometown in Ottawa. I would love for any of my Ottawa listeners to be like, Hey, I I'd read that book. You know, uh, it makes it easier for me to get it to them since they're, they're, they're local. I sent a book to red one time, my pal red, who's, who's co-hosted with me. Um, I've sent her book and I've said this before. It was like the, the price of the shipping was almost the same price as the fucking book. So I was like, well, 
doesn't make sense. I've got, but I, anyways, I've got some books here. I got uh, a book from DK that I read a while back called less, and it's all about minimalism. It's small. So I, I would, depending on where you are, you know, I would say I can't send it internationally. It doesn't even make sense to send it internationally. It would cost more for the shipping than just to, to buy it locally. But, uh, if you're in North America, it's a small enough book that I think it might be worth my while to send it to you. So if anyone's interested in a book on minimalism by, I believe her name is Rachel Aust. Uh, a U S T she's got an Instagram page, or whatever, but she's all about minimalism and it's a really cool book. Like it, it sort of teaches you how to, you know, uh, organize stuff. It talks about some of the psychology involved in, uh, in minimalism too. Like the less that you see, you know, in your space, the, the more calm your mind is. Cause you don't have a bunch of stuff just kind of distracting you. It's one kind of, maybe why it feels kind of refreshing in hotel rooms when you first get in there. And then of course, you know, you're there for a couple of days, all your shit's all over the place, all the souvenirs and stuff you've been buying. And then it just feels like a goddamn zoo, a goddamn zoo. Um, but yeah, I got that. I got, uh, a book, how to be a mindful drinker. So if you're somebody who needed a little bit of help or something like that with the drinking, um, good book. It's not about quitting drinking. It's just about being mindful of it. So maybe you want to quit or maybe you don't, or maybe you want to drink less or whatever the hell it is. Good book on that. I got most of the way through it. So I'm just finishing that one up right now. Um, and then I have, and then I have like a, a red dead redemption Two hardcover strategy guidebook, which, um, Again, it's huge, not worth it for me to ship anywhere, but if I know someone in Ottawa or I, you know what I would ask you guys just because I can't think of it myself and I'll forget to Google it later is if you fire me an email and tell me where should I bring books that I want to just share? I don't want to bring them to the library because the library probably can't just accept them. You know what I mean? Uh, or maybe they can, but I'm just thinking like, I don't want to bring them to a used bookstore or anything like that. I don't want someone else to be like making money off them. I just want to share them. So like, where would be a good place to bring the books to be able to just give them away? I'm thinking like, I guess maybe that's why I'm asking because like, I don't want to drop them off somewhere cause they'll sell them and they'll just sit on a shelf forever. I, where would be a spot to go to just, you know, where people would be interested in books. There's a, a thing people were doing for a while in my city. And I've, I believe I've mentioned it before is these like little uh, community libraries. You know what I mean? Um, not community libraries. Uh, one sec, one sec. Sorry about that. Um, they're like little library boxes on people's front yard. It's like some, sometimes people build them like a, you know, like a, it's almost like a birdhouse where it's a big stick or a post or whatever. And then at the top, it's just like one little cabinet with free books in it. And it's like people, excuse me, God, during a time of COVID, probably not a good idea. I've definitely got Red Bull hiccups right now, but uh, yeah, like uh, a, like a little, you know, on your lawn, take a book, leave a book, which I think is great. Um, now the time of COVID people will probably be apprehensive to something like that. But I mean, if you know something like that, you know, where you can go and just maybe leave some books that people would want, like I said, it's not that I don't want anyone to make money off them. It doesn't make sense. Like I'm not trying to give it away so someone else can sell it. My concern with that is that it'll just go on a shelf. And if it's not exactly what someone's looking for, it's, it's going to know, you know, you. So I'd rather it go somewhere where it's, you know, it's, it's in a smaller um, group of boxes or sorry, group of boxes. It's in, a, it's in a small box with a smaller group of books. So if it's in one of these little, like, you know, birdhouse library boxes on someone's front lawn, then, then I feel like it's more likely that someone will, will go, Oh, I, I would read this. You know what I mean? So, uh, that I, I guess I'm, I don't know if I'm worried about vandals. I don't think I am. It would just suck if you had that person who's like, Oh, this looks good. And that looks good. And like, I know someone who come, like, I know people who would be like, I want this one. I want that one. I, you know, 
Like I've, I've got people in my life where like every book I name that DK has sent me, um, they'll be like, Oh, I'd, I'd read that. Oh yeah. No, I take, I definitely take a look at that. Yeah. when you're done with it, I'll take it. It's like, well, I, you know, everybody like, I, I like these books too. And, and at the same time, I, I truthfully uh, to be a, a partner, um, I, I don't, I don't know how vast my listenership is. And the idea is that if I got a book from DK and was promoting it, like, you know, there might only be one or two people in my life that, that would actually read that book. So to me, you know, if I was to give them the book, then there's no chance of them buying it from, from DK. And then, and then what value do I have to them? You know what I mean? It's like, well, we sent you the book. And if the only person who would have bought one, you gave it to now, they don't need to buy it. What's the point? So just for anyone listening who, who, you know, kind of want to know how, how partnerships and stuff work. Like, you know, I love my partners and I love my friends too. And you know what? Every now and again, I will give one to somebody just as something of kindness or whatever. If I, if I really have no reason to keep whatever, what I wanted to start doing was outsourcing the reviews. So it's like when I see a book from DK, you know, when they send them to me rather than, you know, me reading it and then being like, Hey, it's not my thing, but I know who'd be perfect for. I think it would be fair to give it to the person who would be a fan or, or be interested in the subject. And then they could review it. They get a free book out of the deal. They do the, the, the review. And then I can share that on the podcast. So I've, I've had uh, my buddy Mika has done that uh, for us in the past. I've got other friends who've, who've had books that I was like, well, Hey, send me a, a review on it. And Boobity babbity. Um, yeah. So got some free books is the, is the, the, the short version of what I was trying to say. So if anybody's interested in any of the stuff that I mentioned, or if you're, you know, I have, I have a lot of other stuff that probably is not coming to mind. Um, and of course in the coming weeks, you'll hear me referring to stuff that I'm reading and whatnot. So if you hear something of like, Hey, by the way, uh, when you're done with that, I'm interested. Cool. I'll see how much it'll cost to send you. Or if you live in Ottawa, I'll just meet you somewhere and give it to you. Uh, and that's that. And again, you don't have to be somebody I know in Ottawa. All right. If you're a listener, you live in my hometown and, uh, you're, you're interested in some free shit. Let me know. Okay. Um, and speaking of books, so, uh, well, hold on here. Um, I'm going to just call like reference YouTube real quick. Um, I'm way behind in posting the, the YouTube videos. Um, so I think I'm on like episode 60 something of, of the one man podcast, like uploading them. Um, I like, I I've only put, I put like, uh, like, like eight or nine episodes up in the last week. Uh, before that, it was like a month ago that I got an episode up. And then before that, it was like a year. So like, uh, with, when it comes to, uh, YouTube, um, different listener demographics. So it's not like they just add to my overall downloads like they do when you guys are streaming, you know, on, on Podbean or, or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of that stuff. When you guys listen on those, all those feed hits come to me. It's all one group of downloads overall. Uh, YouTube is of course views. It's a different category, different analytics. Um, but as of late, when I've been uploading more videos, um, more people are seeing it on YouTube and, uh, people are commenting and things like that. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to push through and I'm going to focus on just putting my head down. Cause I have to, I have to like convert the audio to a different type of audio so that I can put it into iMovie. So I can attach a picture to it so I can save it. So I can upload it to YouTube so that I can wait for the, like it's, it's, it's process after process after process. And then once I put it up, I have to argue the copyright claim from the monkey junk song, show me yours, which was my old outro. And it's still the, the opening riff that you hear on the podcast is from them. Um, and I have a license for it and everything like that, but it's just a giant pain in the ass because half the time they release the claim after the first, you know, 
uh, copyright claim. And then other times it's like your claim was denied. I'm like, it's the exact same song as every other time. Why is it still, eh, I'm not going to bitch into your ear, but it's just frustrating because you're like, I literally, literally, I'm not using that incorrectly. I literally copy and pasted the exact same explanation into episode, you know, 42 that I did with episode 43. And it was used in the exact same way in both episodes yet episode 42 was released and 43 was not or whatever. And it's just like, you just got to appeal again and be like dummies. You know what I mean? Like how, like, and they don't have a, an upload button. Like if you have a license for it, you would think there'd be a written agreement, a PDF somewhere so that like, all you'd have to do is just like upload, click upload. If you have any documents that support your claim, please upload them. And I would fucking upload the signed written license that I have for the song from Stony Plain Records, you know, but, uh, yeah. So just like, and the whole idea is that like, if there's any monetization, if there's a copyright claim, it immediately goes to the copyright holder. So because there's a minute and a half of outro at the end that has monkey junks music, um, or had back then, um, there's no monetizations or, or if it does get monetized, it goes to, to them. So anyways, I'm, I'm getting the, the, uh, YouTube stuff up and getting the claims dropped on those. Um, alternatively. So now I've, I've actually started playing different songs at the end of the podcast. And I do that. Um, the way, the reason I, I do it that way, rather than having the songs fade in over me talking is so that I can talk right up to the very last second and then music starts. So once I start getting to the episodes with music, uh, which should be any soon, cause I believe I started that in episode 79 or 70 something. Um, I can just cut the audio off at the end. So when I upload it to YouTube, there's no copyright claims cause I do not own the licenses to the other ones. Um, it just seems to be something every podcast is doing with, with outro music and stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep uploading stuff, but people are commenting. People seem to be happy and enjoying it. So hopefully as the more episodes come, the, the viewership will come up more people, more hits, all that fun stuff. Um, you know, someday if I have a producer or someone who's, who's techie and wants to potentially make some money, maybe we'll turn this into a podcast where there's audio and video, which means I would have to wear pants, which I am not right now. I'm in me boxer sitting in my chair shooting the shit to my peoples out there in the universe. So, um, yeah. So bang, like, again, I, I done a ton of editing, ton of like getting stuff ready for, uh, for YouTube, uh, posting and uploading videos. So I got a bunch more videos up there and I will continue to do that. This won't make it to YouTube probably for a few weeks while I'm in the process of uploading. Cause I mean, I'm at episode 65 or 66 and this is episode 187. So I've only got like 121 episodes to upload and I had about 45 minutes of, of video processing to save the file. And then another something like about an hour, an episode I'm a, I'm a while before I get caught up, but I am, uh, I am going to get caught up and I am going to get everything right as rain. Uh, you know, we're doing more promo, more listeners from the week that I had an absolute comedy and I'll get to that shortly. So that's the thing. Um, I, uh, I also was dicking around in Jason's, uh, I'm just trying to see here. Oh, let's tell you what, let's enough on the book thing and the promo stuff, whatever. Um, my pal, Chris, uh, from DK, uh, he is no longer with, uh, with DK. So my, my contact at DK is, is no longer there. Um, I think that they did some retooling of like the entire, uh, Canadian office and, uh, the parent company has taken it over and I don't know who would, my new contact would be. And to be honest with you, the, my, my real relationship with DK, as much as I love their stuff, my relationship was more with my contact, um, than, than actual DK itself. So I don't really know what the future of 
DK books is. I'm still a big fan. They still do amazing work. Um, and of course it's the Canada office. There's a UK office, a US office. So again, like I don't really know much about DK. Um, I know my dude who has been nothing but incredible to me over the years. So, um, he reached out to me a few weeks back to let me know that, that, you know, in the near future, he wouldn't be with them anymore. The, the office was being retooled. Um, but I was like, I was like, Hey man, I would love to keep working with you. So whatever you decide to do and this and that, and, uh, and he's still in the, uh, still in the promoting and marketing, uh, aspect of books and stuff. So, um, I got some, something coming down the pipeline, with him, we've already discussed a new thing, potential interview, a new book to review, everything like that. So, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing where we go. So who knows what I'll be promoting as of late. Um, but I know it is a book. I know it is a book and I know I may have an interview. If this person wants to do an interview with me, it's going to be fun. It's gonna be really, really cool. Uh, cause this guy, this guy's already fun. And, uh, you know, but I'll, I'll leave it at that till the book is in my hands and, um, you know, and I, I've got an interview scheduled. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, cause I would hate to disappoint you guys, but, um, this would probably be, uh, a relatively high profile interview. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, cool. All right. I mentioned it moving on. I also, it's kind of in the van. The, the book is a cook, uh, like a, a cookbook. Um, or is it a cookbook? It's like a recipe, not, it's not a recipe book. It's a, you know, it's like how to kick up your food or whatever. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And speaking of food, I, uh, will be receiving tomorrow. I got another chef's plate box to see if, you know, maybe it's better. It's another free box. Basically, basically what it was, was I have, uh, three, when I got the chef's plate box, I was bitching. Uh, yeah, I was bitching. Listen to Josh, bitch. Um, that there, the produce was rotten and stuff like that. Well, when I went to cancel the thing, it was like, Hey, you can give away three free boxes to friends. And I was like, well, then I'd like to do that. So I gave my buddy Jad a free box. My pal is a free box. And uh, I sent one to my mom and she's like, well, I'm not interested in that. And I'm like, well, then I'm going to take it. So ship it to your house. I'm going to take the free box and I'll, I'll give them a second try through your free box. So we're going to try that. But I also signed up because it was black Friday. Um, I got, uh, like a, like a four box. I like how they did this. Cause they're like a hundred dollars off at hello fresh. So I signed up for hello fresh, but they do like 50 bucks off your first box and then 20 bucks off your second box, 20 bucks off your third box and $10 off your fourth box. So if I'm not happy with them, I'll just cancel the last box. Cause 10 bucks off means nothing to me when they're already like 70, $80 boxes. So we'll see. Um, but I, I did enjoy cooking these meals and I, and it looks like I've got meals, um, all the way up till, you know, sometime in January. Cause I got four weeks of HelloFresh and I got a week of, uh, chef's plate. I tried to get good food, which is what Jason, my roommate uses, but they wouldn't let me have any of their promos where it's like, you know, get 80 bucks off bucks. They wouldn't let me have it. Cause they're like, there's already an order at that house. I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I could be a new customer too. And my roommate has it. I go, I don't get to have any of his stuff. They're like, well, you can have a regular membership, but you just can't have the promo. I'm like, why? Well, cause it's only allowed one per house. Fuck you. I'm my own person. I'm like, and I tried to even be like a unit a or something like that. And it's like, no, the system knows the system knows. So I don't like, how do you know? I don't have a fucking roommate, like, or not a roommate, but like a, like a little, uh, I don't know, student house or something, uh, 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 not a, what do you call it? A border, a border, but like their own unit in the back. Like would I have to apply to the city to, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but they're like, well, just, just get a regular one. The girl goes, what did she say to me? She's like, uh, can you just, can you get like a diff? Like, do you have a second address? I'm like, 
why the fuck would I have roommates and a second address? Like, I know what she meant, but it's just a dumb question. I'm like, I got roommates, you know, my roommate has it. I don't, and we're different people. So we don't, we can't split a box every week or whatever. He brings them to his girlfriends or whatever, you know? And they're like, well, do you have a second address? I'm like, well, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to have a second address and roommates, would it? You know what I mean? And then she's like, well, can you get a hold of a second address? I go, I'm pretty sure it'd be more expensive for me to go rent a place to get 80 bucks off. But like, I was just being a prick because I was so pissed off at the logic of like, well, no, no, you can, you can buy a box, but you can't have a discount. I'm like, well, if you're going to send me another membership, you should give me the introductory price on the membership for fuck's sake. It's a different credit card with a different first and last name on it. It's not like it's my wife trying to, to steal money and get a box. And these memberships would run in parallel with each other. So doesn't that prove that we're not fucking your system, that we're literally buying two boxes at once. If you're going to get a second whole membership out of me, why can't I, anyways, sometimes the logic and, and whatnot. So I was like on the phone with them uh, or not the phone, the, 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 you know, support chat or whatever. And I'm just going back and forth with her. Do you have a second address? No, I do not. I don't think I would have roommates and a second address. I'd probably just live at that other place that I can afford to pay for, you know? Well, well, can you get a second address? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go rent a place. I know what she meant. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it, uh, I don't think it's worth my while to go rent a second place to save 80 bucks on a fucking box. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes when you say stupid shit, you got to kind of answer back with some stupidity. The old saying, well, ask a stupid question. It's so gross. Who buys this shit? Fucking Red Bull. Sugar free. When you want to poison yourself, but you just don't want the calories. Um, I'm tr- like, who, who's that for? I understand. It's like, well, I need some pep, but I don't want to put on the calories. It's like somebody who's just like avidly against old money. You know, the sugar plantations. They kept the black man down, slave owners. Right, I'll drink Red Bull. I'll harm myself. But the sugar industry's harmed so many others. Um, all right, what else? Uh, speaking of the meal kits, um, there is a holiday box. HelloFresh was apparently the only one doing this. Apparently, because... Uh, None of the other people sent me anything. Jason didn't get a notification from Good Food. Uh, Chef's Plate didn't seem to have anything. It's a holiday box meal kit. So, um, basically, in essence, essentially, it is a, a box containing all of the stuff for Christmas dinner uh, or holiday dinner or Xmas dinner or, uh, you know, whatever. I would say, you know, Jewish or whatever days, but it's not because they get Chinese food. So, they just go and they get the old Chinese food on those holidays days. So, um, what, yeah, it's like, it's like the, the stuff for Turkey and, and, and mashed potatoes and cranberries and this and that and veggies and all that. It's got everything that you need stuffing, I believe. So everything is shipped to you. It's all fresh ingredients, everything like that, all of the recipes and how to do it. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then they do it for six people or 10 people. Like that's, that's your options. And there was two different meals. There was like, there was like one that was like a Turkey. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Blaspheming burps. Um, yeah, one of them's turkey with like mashed potatoes and certain veggies and things like that. And then the other one was like uh like a roast beef with with different sort of veggies and stuff like that. And so it was cool. It was look look, look cool. I think my family wants to go to the turkey roll. It's just right now. It's just my mom, myself, a friend of the family. I I'm hoping my dad might come. So we're like we've got three people and the minimum order six. So I think if we got four and we could give everyone leftovers, it would totally be worth it because it's 140 bucks all in for six people. 
Um, lots of food, lots of options, but it's just like for three people, you're like, oh, it's kind of like 50 bucks ahead for like a meal and some leftovers, but we can get some other people involved, breaks down the prices. It's, uh, it's a little more worth it. So, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in that. That sounds like a lot of fun to me. Um, and I'm enjoying like, like, I just, I kind of like the slowdown in the kitchen. Like, I mean, you're moving around the kitchen when you're making these meals, but I'm kind of just enjoying the you know, the distraction, my brain, my brain's always got two things going on. And so to be able to like focus one of them, like I, I refer to them as inputs because <clears throat> it's not like I've tried to explain to people from us. Like I've always got like two things going on in my brain and they're like, well, wouldn't cooking or something else add a third. And you're like, no, it's more that like my brain can't just focus on one thing ever. So if I, if I occupy one of those inputs with like driving or playing video games or doing something else, um, sometimes TV and music sort of help. Um, but not if I'm not paying attention to them, they're not occupying that, that space. You know what I mean? But driving seems to, like if I'm driving, my brain needs to, to focus, but I can think clearer because one input is driving. Same with video games, playing video games, kind of like space now, whatever, but my, I'm still in control. I'm still doing things but I can think clear, like all my best, all my best jokes, all my best, like things like that, that I've ever written have always been either while I'm driving or playing video games, because I can just, I can stay in that thought process longer. You guys hear me all the time. I'll be talking, telling a story halfway through it, just immediately switch gears. Cause the whole time I'm talking, my brain is thinking the other thing too. And then if it's, if it seems more important, it's almost like, like the, the, what I'm talking about is like triggering all these other thoughts. And then you just eventually just yeah, switch, switch lanes, you know, drift over the other lane. And now this, this inputs got control. So, um, I'm even trying to think about what the fuck I was talking about before I, I started that, um, uh, cooking. Right. So I'm enjoying cooking because I think it's kind of like while I'm cooking, I can sort of think a little clearer and just, you know what, because I'm, I'm, I'm taken care of with the CRB. I, I finished working like yesterday was my first day, like where I don't know. I don't know if I left the house, which is fucking amazing. I was on the phone with my friend for like a few hours. We were workshopping some fucking basic psychology bullshit. Um, not for me. I was, I was an ear to a Padawan. Um, it's like a, it's like a Jedi trainee for anyone who doesn't know. Also still enjoying Mandalorian, by the way. Uh, last episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. So how about that? Huh? But it seemed shorter than all the other ones. Um, so, I mean, I know that other, like lots of people like me who never saw the Mandalorian, but other people watching it like it, love it. Uh, that I'm, I'm there, you know, I think I watched it Saturday morning. So, it, you know, came out on Friday, I was doing shit, but watched it Saturday morning and enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else have I got here? Um, I'll tell you about the box. Okay. I'll just gonna tell you guys a fucking stupid story. Um, I was on, uh, Jason has an Amazon prime account. Um, and he like, lets me order stuff. I just pay him cash or whatever, which is nice. Um, but his account's always logged in. So like I was jumping on Amazon. He was, uh, I went into his room and he was trying to have a nap and I'm like, I actually use your computer for a sec. And, and he doesn't seem to care. So I go on there and I'm just like, I'm trying to fill his cart with obscenities and just, you know, I want like, you know, suggestion. I want his suggestions for you to start being the most debaucherous, disgusting things. So I, I go on there and, and not overly creative, Right. I'm also working on borrowed time. Cause I'm, cause I'm assuming that the more I'm clicking there, I'm going to start giggling and laughing cause I'm, I'm immature. So I, I go on there and the first thing I just type in is gay sex toys, right? Search and the, the, you know, the dildos come up or whatever, but I mean, I, I, I want to be a little creative. I I'm hoping gay sex toys will show me things 
that I hadn't thought of. I don't mean like open my mind to some possibilities for myself personally. I just mean that like, show me some shit that I'm not thinking of. That's fucking hilarious. So, um, you know, it's like one of those, excuse me, one of those things that like, oh, this, this might, you know, if you like this, then we also suggest that kind of thing. So barely, barely out of the gates. I'm already down one of those rabbit holes. No euphemism. And I end up filling Jason's box with, with, it didn't take me long to find this stuff. I'm just looking, I'm laughing my ass off. So I found, um, this is what I put in Jason's cart. I put in a book called 50 ways to eat cock. I put that in his cart. Um, I put in a box of Belgian chocolate anuses. It's quite like, like you can Google any of these. I am not making them up. They are all on Amazon. They made me laugh my ass off. Um, yeah. So 50 ways to eat cock, uh, a box of Belgian chocolate anuses, a humping animals coloring book. So it's all these animals fornicating and yeah, like two giraffes. And that's, that's the page to color and two rhinoceros or whatever, or rhinoceros is whatever, whatever you say. I bought him. I didn't buy, sorry. I put uh, fake breasts for drag Queens in his cart. So it's like prosthetic titties and then uh matching prosthetic vagina. So like you just wear these on for all for drag Queens. Um, or, or anyone else who has a, uh, otter sort of, uh, need for that sort of thing. So yeah, 50 ways to eat cock, humping animals, coloring book, box of Belgian chocolate, anuses. They're like chocolate shaped anuses, sorry, anus shaped chocolates. That'd be weird. This anus is shaped like a chocolate. Oh, this is very misleading. Um, <laughs> and then at the end, I put this one in because it just made me laugh. The The name of it, this was what made me laugh the most. The name was the funniest and just what it implies for like homosexual activity. It was uh, a jar of atomic rhino smelling salts. <laughs> so if you like fuck your partner unconscious, uh, you got these fucking smelling salts to wake his ass up with. And I couldn't help but think this at the time. I'm like, I have never seen... Uh, front and center. I've been to a sex shop with my ex before and we were looking at all sorts of stuff. There's always like the, the chocolate sauces and strawberry sauces to lick off each other and handcuffs and little whips and, you know, sexy lingerie and, and things like that. You know, there's always like that kind of shit that you see whipped cream and, and all that. I have never seen, I'm not saying it wasn't there, but I've never seen front and center, like, you know, out in the obvious smelling salts for heterosexual couples or lesbian couples. Uh, but the fellas, and this, this would go back to, you know, I would basically insert this into an argument that men uh, work harder than women because apparently the fellas are fucking each other so hard that they are knocking each other out and require medical, you know, assistance. It basically said, if it doesn't, I think I'd said in the box, if it doesn't, our guarantee is if it doesn't wake you up and live up to its name of atomic rhino, uh, we'll give you a full refund. So just the, the idea that, that there's smelling salts, you know, oh fuck. I, I literally, I fucked his brains out and now I got to wake him back up. Hey, Hey, get back in the game, buddy. We are not done here yet. You know what I mean? You couldn't, you couldn't do that. You couldn't fuck your woman to death. And I'm not saying that no guy has ever fucked, not wanting me to death, but you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, fuck a chick into a coma or whatever. Because like, you couldn't just wake them up and be like, Hey, back at it. They'd be like, Oh no, I'm, I'm too tired. But I but a fella, Hey, Hey, wake up pussy. You're getting back up. <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not done here. We're not done here. <laughs> wake up. 
I could even see it like being some other guy like, ah, I got a bit of a, uh, gay, well, not gay. I've got a bit of a homosexual version of a glass jaw. So if I happen to fucking get knocked out, here's some smelly salts to get me back in the game. I I don't know. Like I said, I, I preface this by saying I'm very, very childish, but that was fucking hilarious to me. Just the smelling salts at the end. And that was when I was, I was giggling and laughing so hard that the computer, Jason's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, you don't, don't do the buy it now on your cart. Make sure you go into your cart first. And there's a bunch of stuff I couldn't get that I had to add to his wish list. So his, his Amazon is just full of, of, of gay things. Thank you. I'm 12 years old. Um, whoop, sorry. Uh, what else? I'll tell you guys, I'm working on something for, uh, for, for, for all of us here. Um, for the 200th episode, I'm working on some content fun stuff for you guys, but I'm also working on, um, I want to do a like limited edition, um, kind of like, like merch box. So I'm thinking of, uh, I'm going to do a limited run. So I want to do like 20 of these gift boxes. So I want to do like, uh, this is just an idea. Well, it's something I'm going to do. It's just a matter of what goes into it. And I, and I really would appreciate your guys help. Uh, so get ready, contact the one man podcast.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'm thinking of doing some like boxes of like, you know, coffee mugs, hats, t-shirts, um, I know masks are really big right now, but I'm, I'm, I feel like it's the kind of thing that you get and we'd use it for six months or whatever. And then it's just something you'd never use again. Maybe who knows, maybe they're here to stay, but, um, I'm trying to think of like other fun stuff. I even thought of something earlier and I don't know why the hell I can't remember it right now. Um, but I'd like to do one of the cost uh, stuff. Masks could be, could be in there. I want to know what you guys think. Um, I was trying to think like bottle openers would be, would be a, they'd cost a lot to, to get manufactured, especially on a a small limited run. But, uh, man, I just, it's so funny right before I recorded the podcast, I had a new idea for one. I didn't write it down and and naturally it's gone. That's how it works with everything. But, uh, yeah, if you guys have anything that you think would be cool, uh, let me know. Like if I did t-shirts, I wouldn't do shitty ones. I, I'm the last run of t-shirts I did for my hilarious bastard show. I did, uh, American apparel tri-blend shirts, which everyone who's bought them. I have people sending me pictures of them wearing the shirts, like in the middle. I, my buddy, Pete Johansson, who's done an episode with me on the podcast. He was like, I think he was in Thailand or something like that at some ruins and some temples. And he's like sending me pictures of like him in the hilarious bastard shirt. He's like, so comfortable, such a hot day, such a comfortable shirt. Love it. Like things like that. People are always messaging me. I'm seeing the people that bought shirts in the past, still wearing them now. So that's, that's big for me. A lot of people will, will do like merch sales and it's like, it's whatever shirt was cheapest for them to put something on. Um, I'd also want to know, like, would you guys want like an orange t-shirt with like the one man podcast logo on it? Or would you want a black shirt with, you know, the orange logo on it and, and stuff like that, you know? Would you be interested in hats? Would you be interested in uh, toques or as people in the States call them uh, winter hats or beanies? You know, would you guys prefer stuff like that? Um, I'll fill the box with, you know, stickers and and cards and things like that too. But like what other kind of like little sort of merchy type things would you guys be interested? First off, would you be interested in one of these box? I'm thinking of doing a limited edition. It's 200th episode and I'm going to drop the decimal uh, down one and I'm going to do 20 of these boxes. So there'll be, it'll be limited edition, 20 of them. That's it. And I'm going to get everything that I get made will be 20 of them. So it's not like I'll do 20 boxes, but I'll have a shitload of the merch. I'm doing 20 items 
20 boxes. So when you get the box, it won't be like, Hey, who wants a mug or this or that? It'll be like a box of one man podcast stuff. Uh, I was talking to the dude about like Glencairn glasses or things like that. So I'm open to ideas. I'm meeting with, um, with the, uh, the big company. I've worked with them for years on all sorts of different comedy stuff. I'm meeting with them tomorrow to sort of get some pricing on stuff like mugs and t-shirts, hats, stuff like that. If I wanted to do a run, but I'm, uh, I'm just interested, um, in some ideas that I'd love to know what you guys are interested in. Like, there's no point in me putting a box together of stuff that nobody wants, but if you guys were like, Hey man, I'd really like, uh, like travel mugs or water bottles or things like that. You know, like anything that you guys would be interested in, like, it's not for sure, for sure. Uh, in terms of like what I'm going to get, I've also spoken with him and said, Hey man, if you have, a, you have any ideas or anything like that, let me know. I was supposed to send him an email. I didn't send him an email. All right. I'm going to pause and write that note down. All right. Got that note down there. Shouldn't, shouldn't forget it. Wet car key drink. Gross. Um, yeah. So toques, hats, t-shirts, mugs, masks, etc. Um, if there's anything you guys can think of, uh, say, like I'm trying to think of like, like plates would be stupid. I, I would use the mug. I need to know like the size of the mugs. I want them to look good too. I saw these black mugs that you do the logo on the outside and then orange on the inside look, look super cool. Like the, the thing with this box gang is just for what it's worth is I'm not going to, to skimp on it for you. You know what I mean? This is my thoughts. And I, and I really, please, I know I ask every week for emails or something like that, but reach out, let me know if this is something that a, you'd be interested in. I'm trying, I want to keep the price of the box to about a hundred bucks and then plus shipping wherever you are. So I want it to be like a hundred bucks and I want to fill this with awesome shit that you guys are going to be happy to get. So it won't be cheap hats or cheap shirts and shitty car. Like I want this stuff to look good for you and I want it to be exciting. I'm even, uh, talking to the guy about getting some nice black, like gift boxes. So instead of, you don't just open it up and it's a bunch of shit thrown into a box. Like it's going to be a nice box. I'm going to do, um, I thought about actually getting the boxes printed, but the guy was like, it, you to do print runs are so expensive. So I'm looking at getting like black boxes and then I'm just going to print 20 individual, uh, like giant stickers. I can just put on the top of the box, but it'll have like numbered box. So you will have like box, you know, seven of 20 box, 13 of 20 box, 20 of 20. You know what I mean? So it'll be, it'll be, and I'll even have it doing like, you know, in commemoration of 200 episodes or whatever it is. So this will be something that, you know, if I do another one, maybe, maybe as the listenership grows, maybe I'll do 30 of them for 300 or whatever it is. But, um, you, I will not duplicate them. You have my guarantee that it, whatever I do in this run, um, I will not do more of in the future either. So you will have, you know, I mean, fuck, who knows what's going to happen to me? Maybe I'll die in a year and this will be worth something more. You know, it's all, all of its work, but I will make sure that whatever is in there is of the, of the utmost quality. Um, and it'll be worth it. So like I said, I, for me, it's even, it's not even so much like these are not a box that I'm going to make so that I can turn a profit on you guys. It's more of like a bunch of cool shit that you'll be happy to use. That's, that's, you know, more visibility for me. So like, I don't think bumper stickers is a great fucking thing. I don't like bumper stickers on my car. But I'm just thinking like if, if, but if you guys want bumper stickers or something like that, like it's, it's stuff that's easy enough to do, but I will, I will be happy to fill this box with cool shit if you're interested. So, um, 
let me know. The last thing I would want to do is, is, is curate all this shit and, and do it. And if nobody's interested, um, I've got a few friends who've already said that like they, they don't even care what's in it there. And I appreciate that level of support. Um, but at the same time, like I, I'm not the kind of guy who's like, I want your money and I don't care if I, I want to give you something that you're happy with. I would love for, you know, in a few years for, for me to be seeing pictures on Instagram, you know, of, of the box and the stuff that you guys have, you know, you're happy to, to have, to have got one of the boxes and some of the items and, and, and whatnot. So, uh, appreciate, appreciate all the support. I appreciate it was actually a podcast listener who made the suggestion. I was just sort of just shooting the shit with them about, um, you know, wanting to get some hats done or something like that. And they were the ones who suggested, why not just do like a box, like a gift box full of stuff, you know, and make it limited. I was like, fuck, that's uh that's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's exciting. And, and ever, like I said, you will be one of 20 people that has one of these boxes and I will never have these items uh, duplicated. If I do another box, we'll do maybe new design concept. Like again, if you're, I'm thinking the hat, like on the hat would be just the dude standing there, like just the, 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 the standing guy logo, you know, um, just different things like that you know do we do orange shirts with a certain thing on the logo um just just playing around like what looks good what are we gonna have fun with because that way if we do it again we'll make the shirts different we'll design them differently so keep everything unique i know i've already said it but i'm just i just want you to know that like anyone who's listened to this podcast enough to know like i go all out so if i'm doing something i i go all out i'm gonna make it you know one of a kind uh whatever it is i'm trying to think if i could even do branded like branded coffee wouldn't make sense Cause you're just buying someone else's coffee, putting your stupid shit on a bag. So like, that's not like, again, I will have the ideas and dismiss them very quickly, but, um, it would be cool. It'd be cool. I'm not going to I'm not going to do pens. There's no point in putting pens. I like lanyards, but the logo doesn't work properly on a, on a lanyard. So like, again, don't worry guys, like whatever. And I'm, and I'm sitting down tomorrow having a meeting to, uh, make this good. Go make it good. You know? And, uh, and he's been around. So I told him too, like, let me know what other businesses are doing and stuff like what's popular right now. And, uh, and we'll do that. Okay. So 20 boxes, I'm looking to have them, uh, for the 200th episode. And I'll, I'll tell you guys, you know, um, I'm going to try to keep some of it secret too. Like I'll let you know the big stuff, but I'm going to try to have some, some surprises in there too, for you guys. And I want to see if I can get some things from my sponsors, uh, people that I've had in the, in the past, um, you know, see if I can get them stuff like I just to throw it out there. Like, for example, if, um, if, uh, come on brain, come on brain. If, uh, I was still doing the uncle John's bathroom readers, I would reach out to my people and be like, look, we're doing this limited edition box. If you guys could send me 20 of this year's book, I would love to include that in there. That'd be such a great, great thing because of the partnership of the podcast. I couldn't send you guys. I know it used to be with Summersby. Couldn't send you guys Summersby because, uh, you can't ship alcohol like that. At least I don't think. Uh, definitely not over the border. Uh, couldn't send it down to my, my people in the States, but I would love to send like uncle John's bathroom readers or, or something like that, just to sort of commemorate some of my partnerships. Um, love to chat with my dude at DK and just be like, you know, I know he's not there anymore, but, but just say like, Hey, are you working on something that I, I would love to incorporate it into the box and just be like, what can we do? Maybe. Oh, that would be weird. If I just, if I just put, random DK books in your guys' boxes. How, how funny would that be? I could do it. I could, I've got way, 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 way more than I need DK books here. Hmm. Anyways, look, all I'm, all I'm trying to let you know is the wheels are turning. All right. I'm working on some stuff for you guys. Okay. I want to, I want to really let you know, I appreciate you. If I had the funds to just buy, you know, these boxes out of myself and then just send them to lucky listeners. Also, everyone would want one if it was free. Right. So, uh, yeah, let's go from there. 
let's go from there. All right, move on. Um, I've got, uh, okay, my week at Absolute Comedy was headlining. For those of you who are like, hey, how'd that go? Fucking great, fucking great man or woman asking. Um, such a fun time. Um, it was nice to be back on stage. I was, was looser, more comfortable. I was nervous every show and wondering if anyone would like my new material. Um, didn't have a ton of new stuff, but was playing around with some of the stuff that I had and the audience liked me enough that they came along with me on that material, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, I got a few notes here. So I got to work with, uh, I was doing a co-headline week. So it basically just meant instead of doing 40, I was doing 30. And so was another comic. And I got to work with my buddies, Rick Curry, who, uh, Rick Curry and Jeff McKay, both of them, I have interview episodes within the podcast. So if you haven't listened to the interview episodes with them, both of them are fascinating and interesting. They're both great dudes. Uh, Jeff McKay is the, uh, was, I guess, cause since there's no like live football right now, uh, Jeff McKay was the, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, I was going to say ring announcer. That's not it. It's like the stadium announcer for the Ottawa Red Blacks, which is the CFL team here. So like if you were, you were there at the games and all the person stopping in between plays and whatnot and, and announcing stuff and out in the field doing activities and, and games and prize and stuff, that was Jeff. Um, Jeff also, uh, has worked numerous, you know, comedy festivals and, and gigs and things like that. He had a segment on, uh, boom in Ottawa, boom FM. So, um, you know, like, like, like morning jokes or whatever on boom. So Jeff has done, like, he's in the public eye quite a bit, but he's also a great comic and he's a good, good buddy of mine. Like we've, we've worked together several times. So, I mean, on like unprecedented, I think in the third episode, like I was talking about a road gig that Jeff and I were doing. Um, and then like some, some people showing us these cottages in the middle of the night and saying that there might be bears around and shit. Like Jeff and I have definitely worked together. We are, we are good buddies. Um, so it was good to see him. Rick Curry, an amazing comic. I knew who Rick was before I even entertained the idea of being a stand-up comic. He's got a body of work that is un, you know, like he is such a brilliant writer and such a funny guy. He worked on the open mic with Mike Bullard show, um, which was like, you know, like the only late night fucking comedy talk show in Canada for the longest time. I can't think of, there isn't one right now. Uh, Rick also worked uh, writing for the Rick Mercer report. Uh, like the Monday report originally, then the Rick Mercer report, uh, still writing for Rick Mercer and doing things like that. Um, Rick Mercer, of course, from this hour is 22 minutes. So, and, and also headlines has written like viral videos and stuff like that. Music Rick's great. So I'm working with two guys who are absolutely phenomenal and it's, it's not going to be easy following them. So a couple of nights, uh, well, actually. Yeah, but basically the way it worked was Jeff was doing two of the nights, Rick was doing two of the nights, I was doing all of the nights. And uh and the way we did it was we sort of switched it up. So like one night I would go first, then Jeff would go second, then, you know, then Jeff would go first, I would go second. Uh and and same with Rick. I'd go first, then he'd go first. Um and everyone and then the, the nice thing. Now this is not maybe it's a humble brag. But I, honest to God, I'm at a point in my career where I, where I need to feel a little bit good about what I'm doing, because I think both of those guys are phenomenal comics. And I felt very like, well, I haven't really written anything and you know, uh, am I wasting time? Should I, do I belong here? Am I a fraud? Like all that artist stuff where you just don't think you're good enough. Um, I was like, I was doing incredibly, incredibly well on the shows and, um, it still, it didn't feel that way to me, but the, all the other comics, their feedback of they're like, dude, you destroyed, you did great. Um, the, the, like the crowd work I did was working. The jokes that I was trying were working. 
Um, I, I had a, there was a heckler chick, one of the shows that, uh, that was, you know, constantly interrupting and all the comics talking to her. And then I, I talked with her and I fucking ripped her a new hole. Uh, <laughs> but I've never had so many people come up to me after a show and be like, Oh my God, thank you so much for dealing with that fucking blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, she still didn't stop talking for me, but at least, you know, I guess, I guess you guys felt like I got her good or whatever. Um, I also had a woman uh, correct me for using the R word. Um, and I, and I don't like using it. I try not to. Um, but yeah, I was doing a bit about something about this couple. There was a stunning, stunning young girl, uh, with this guy who's wearing like, you know, plaid plaid shirt, had a man bun. And, uh, and I'm like, look, look at this guy. And I was asking him like, what do you do? And he goes, I guess I like, got a first date or whatever. Like, yeah, we're, we're dating. And I'm like, oh, well, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a lawyer for, I work for a law firm for, for like at risk youth. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I know what all those words mean, but like you're a law firm or it's like, I'm a, not for at risk youth. This is, I'm a law, I work for a law firm for youth endangerment or something like that. And I was like, the fuck does that mean? You're like, oh, I just, I make sure that no, but like, I'm so, so adamant about like protecting kids that I'm like, I'm a lawyer about it, man. Like walk around like, Hey, can't fuck kids. It's illegal. Take care of the youth. Like it just, I was just making fun of my girl. If you're going to, if you're going to bullshit, you're going to tell this chick that you're on a date with that you're like, oh, I'm a lawyer and a child advocate. I go, you should just like gone top shelf with your lie and really tug on the heartstrings. Like, what do you do? Oh, I rehabilitate retarded dolphins. Yes. I teach them how to love again. You know what I mean? Like something goofy like that. I used to say like, oh, I save, I, I, you know, or, or some heroic act. I'll be like, oh, I saved a, I don't know why, like, I don't know why I always have to give the quality of special needs to the animals, but it's like, oh yeah, I saved a bus full of retarded puppies from falling off a cliff. Like it doesn't make any sense. And I'm fucking around and I'm sorry to have used, I am sorry to have used the word, but this woman came up and she's like, you were so nice and you were so kind and everything like that. And I just, I felt so bad that you used the R word. I'm like, did I? Did I use the R word? I'm like, I didn't think I did. And then she's like, no, you said, and then she's like verbatim when I was like, oh yes, I, you're right. I did say it. I'm going, I'm sorry. She's like, I just feel the need to educate everyone who doesn't know. And I was like, I am not your, yeah, sorry. I go, I'm sorry. I can't, uh, I go, listen, you're, you're, you're trying to educate, uh, an R word right now. And I'm, I go, I just, I, I, I'm trying not to say it in my life and I'm aware it's it, this, you know, and it was funny too, because I was trying to say like, listen, there's a lot of words that I don't need to say. You know what I mean? I, I grew up saying them. I say them way too liberally and they're just, they're just part of my vocabulary. And I go, and I'm working on getting them out, but I'm like, you know, I go, it's not just the word retarded. I say, you know, fag occasionally and not in a, not in an anti-gay way. Um, but I, but I'm, I'm, I'm human. I've, I mean, like I've even been capable of, oh, it's gay. Like I just, I've said it for so long. It's not okay. I'm not saying it is. It's something that I'm like, when people are like, there's, there's people right now arguing that like, oh, well you should be able to say it. Like, you don't mean it like that. I'm like, yeah, but you don't need to say it. Like, it's not like, man, there's no other word that could describe what I'm trying to say right now. There are, you know, I basically, I called her on the, the, the ridiculousness of it, but I said, but you are right. It's a word that I don't need to say. And if there's a chance that this word could hurt somebody, that's not worth it to me to be able to say a word that, that there's alternatives to. And I might hurt someone. Yeah. I don't need it in my vocabulary. And it is something I've, I've been working on. Um, but it's funny because I said, now you also realize though, that, that idiot moron imbecile, we can say all of those words, no problem. 
and they were all different clinical definitions of the same thing. So one of them is the R word. We're not like the I word and the M word and the other I word. You know what I mean? Like it's those ones you can say willy nilly, but the other one is, is that and I'm like, it's just, it's so funny. The, the weight that we give words, you know what I mean? It's so funny because we basically creating all the whole idea that the word Karen or the name Karen is an insult now. Whereas like two years ago, it wasn't, you could say, Oh, whatever, Karen. And you're like, what? Well, uh, Karen is actually uh blah, blah. <gasps> is it? No, it's not. It's, it's the weight that that one person gave it. And ladies, you let it spread. You let it become more powerful. You weaponized a name that first person weaponized it, but we only words only have the weight that we give them. And, and, and you gave it weight, you gave it weight and you've allowed it to be a weapon that can be used against you. Unbelievably moronic unbelievably moronic to, to the person who said it. I like to, I told her, I'm like, my goal is now to weaponize every name. I want to make it so that you can't call anybody anything that all the names mean bad things. Uh, since that's the thing you can just do and have it spread like wildfire. So I, I said that the hypocrisy is that the R word can't be said, but all the other ones can, even though they were all same category of, of clinical definitions. And then when I said that, I, I told her too, I was honest. I was like, well, yeah, I also use that. And then this is what she said to me. She's like, um, well, the, she's like, well, the thing with using the, the F word, you know, saying fag is like gay people can like defend themselves whereas people with special needs can't. And I go, well, I go, really, you're going to come and correct me, but you're going to tell me that some of it is okay. And others is not. And I go, it's not okay. I go, first off, you tell a gay guy who's all by himself, you know, or a group of guys who are, who are calling one gay guy who's all by himself a fag. And beating the shit out of him. Like, well, it's okay. You can defend yourself. I'm pretty sure he's outnumbered and and in no way able to defend himself. So those guys can say that because he can defend himself. Bullshit. But, but a special needs person, you know, maybe they can't defend themselves verbally, but Christ almighty, they can flip cars when they're angry as far as I know. So that, that, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but you're telling me that person can't defend. I mean, like, it's so stupid. Sorry. I'm flipping my what do you call it? A clipboard here getting fired up again. I just, I like what bothered me was that she was like picking and choosing what, what hurtful words you can say, which you can't. So the idea is that if your, if your argument is that it's a hurtful word, stick to it. You know what I mean? Like, how did you come at me? And I have more conviction in my understanding of it than you do. So yeah, that was the thing that happened. I was I, almost every single night on stage. I'm like, I'm trying to get canceled. Will you guys please cancel me? I go, I've, I've got free money right now right? The CRB, they pay me to stay home. Fuck sakes. Cancel me. Cancel me. I will stay home. I'd love to work, but the Karens of the world have decided that I have nothing to say. See, you're using Karen in a negative way. It doesn't mean anything. You're letting it. Offense cannot be given. It can only be taken. Um, but yeah, I did, uh, yeah, man, I, I did a bit about like the kind of like, it's so funny. I'm going to play this for you guys. This is not something that I, I was ever intending to do. It's not something that I'm going to get in the habit of because I don't want the extra work for starters and I want you to come to the shows, but I, I wrote a new bit that I thought was funny. Um, it's not, it is so not original. I've heard lots of comics do the bit, but not, not about, uh, they don't go down the certain avenues about it that I do. Um, so I'm, I'm comfortable with that, but if, uh, just for you guys to hear what it sounds like doing a joke for the first time, and I didn't have it all scripted out or anything like that. It was kind of like, go to the stage with the idea and talk it out, see what, see what you feel about it and everything like that. And, uh, you know, and go from there. So, um, 
yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to just lead into that. I'm, I'm going to have to edit this after the fact. So yeah, just know that my outro of, I have no idea where the bit ended because I haven't even listened to it again, but I'm going to insert it into, uh, in this lovely little space right here and, uh, I'll be back on the back end of it. But, um, I think I have to set up cause I'm, I'm not playing the whole half hour I was up there. I'll be just playing that bit. It's probably going to run for about five minutes or so, but, um, I just know there was like a, a table. I will say there was a table right in the front row where it was two older people and two younger people. And I was like, uh, I was saying to them like, Hey, you guys, family, whatever da, da, da. And I looked at the guy and the girl and they looked almost the same age. So I remember saying to them like, Oh shit. Like, are you guys, are you guys brother or sister? Like, are you guys brother and sister? Or are you guys like boyfriend, girlfriend? And I thought the kid said both. He just said one word. He might've been like, Oh shit. Or something like that. I was like, but I heard both. And I go both. So your, your brother and sister and your boyfriend girl, like a fuck that's weird. And I made some joke about them being like, you know, small town hick backwoods, you know, family fuckers or whatever. So I believe in the bit I closed by calling back to that table. Of course I had to give you that context because otherwise you wouldn't get the laugh at the end and, and what I was saying. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. With further ado, guys, listen to me, uh, throwing a new joke out there. <laughs> Uh, I got into a lot of arguments with 18-year-olds on the, on the old PlayStation. That was a thing during COVID. I, it was weird. I turned into, I went from being like, I used to think I was like, I'm going to stay young-minded. I'm very immature still, but I, I do have different perspectives on common youthful arguments. Like, I remember there was one day, there was this, like, this group of guys who I didn't know were, were like 18-year-olds. They sounded like fucking surfers, 20-year-old surfers from, from California. These are dudes like small-town New York yeah. yeah, and I remember like one day like we were chatting and they were arguing with each other, wasn't paying attention, and then at one point they're just like, Well, they're like, That's gross, I'd never do that. Blah, blah. I go, What are you guys talking about? They go, Well, let's ask Josh. Josh, would you suck a cock for a million dollars? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know somebody? Obviously, the dumbest, oldest question. I'm not the first comedian who's ever talked about that on stage. I just think it's so funny that I'm at a point in my life where absolutely I'm good. Million bucks, I will undercut the shit out of that price tag. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, let me just figure out what I owe my credit cards and on my vehicle, and that's the price. <laughs> yeah, if I can take a knee on my bills for a few years just to get on both knees for 15 minutes, fuck yeah. Not even a question. this and that and I was like I was like so you have to fix like when the crap overloads and he's like yeah 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 absolutely I'm like so you wouldn't let someone poop on your chest for a million dollars but if it's already on the ground you'll just crawl around in it for hours at a time that's not degrading for infinitely less money that makes sense like the level of insecurity on young males is hilarious Are you guys debating your prices right here? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. I. It's funny to me because I actually. And thank God some of you are laughing because otherwise I would just feel like I'm up here with like a really bad Shark Tank pitch. <laughs> I'm looking for a million dollars in exchange for 15 minutes of my company. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love. Calling people out on their bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I would. 
I think, though, my, my bigger concern with that scenario is not that would I suck a dick for a million dollars. It's more that, like, I know that if that opportunity presented itself, it wouldn't be someone looking for that for me. Right? It would be more of, like, a general casting call. Right? And I'd be like, to me, the sucking the cock for a million dollars, that doesn't concern me at all. I'd be like, fuck, what debaucherous thing am I going to have to do to land that million dollar cock sucking dick? You know what I mean? Because like, there's going to be competition. <laughs> I'm disappointed that it's not a real thing in my life right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a viable option. Like, I'm already spending the money in my head. <laughs> I really hope it's making some people uncomfortable on this earth right now. I'm sorry if you went on a camping trip with an uncle at one point. Said I'm sorry. Cancel me. I got the CRB and I'll be okay. I'm sorry to ask myself, because I do feel like I'm, I'm super secure in my sexuality, which is uh, not getting any at the moment. But, uh, so that's it's funny though, I think, don't you think that that would be a really good reality TV show though? Like I said, the general casting call. Like, that would be the thing, right? Who wants to suck a cock for a million dollars? That would be a good show. Uh, but I feel like you'd have to be heterosexual to be on it, right? Yeah. It would only be interesting if somebody was not particularly interested in doing that. I just feel like I would tune in every single week to just watch the Olympic guys who just hit that line and go, no, not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, they would start the first week by just sitting them all down in a theater and play, like, Brokeback Mountain or something like that and see how many of them walk out. Where am I? Like, I've actively masturbated to that movie. Uh, Anne Hathaway is topless in it, which I thought was a great marketing scheme. So we've got two gay cowboys, but don't worry, fellas, there's some titties in it. Uh, Right, but then as they start to learn the, the <laughs> I think like the activities would become increasingly more homosexual. Like I feel like the guys would have to put on lipstick, right, and then insert a dildo into their mouth and kind of stamp it as far as they can get and they measure to see who could get it. All right, it's a work in progress. I'm still working on this, the pitch. know how far you guys are willing to come with me on this one. There's more, but I'm kind of like, but also, no, 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 no. say that now. Let me say that now. Uh, all the way? The only problem is that I don't have an ending for it, which just shows the weird fucking thoughts I have. Like, I'd, I'd love to see that last scene, right, where it's just the two guys that are left are standing there holding hands with each other, waiting to hear the winner. Right, at this point, that's the least gay thing they've done. They're not even support. But I'm starting out, because like I said, I've had absolutely no problem doing that. Yeah, give me the money. Are you kidding me? I've done way worse for $14 an hour. <laughs> My dignity is for sale hard. Hard. Where do I put that on Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> I'm offering. But it's uh, it's funny. I, I did. I was I was trying to be honest with myself, right? Because I'm like, it's it is fair to say to people like, hey, you know, like this. Listen, there's some things I wouldn't do, and I had to think, you know, like like what would I not do for a million dollars? Can you think of anything off the top of your head what you wouldn't do for a million dollars? Speak English, I guess. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I, I found one. I found one, not for a million dollars. Uh, have sex with my mother. Oh. Yeah. That was, I told you guys you might not be ready for this. The thing is, yeah, I, I, I can't say that I would have sex with my mother for a million dollars. I can't, I can't. Because that would maybe get me a shithole fixer-upper in Ottawa. And I'd still have to see her again. You know what I mean? And I don't know what the rules would be. That's one where you really want to read the fucking fine print on that one. Right? Because, you know, what if, what if I, do I have to finish? Does, does she have to finish? You know what I mean? I'm a good son. You don't like hit it, quit it, or whatever. Told you. My biggest concern would be like if you have to finish and she has to finish, and then we couldn't, I'd just be the guy who fucked his mom for free. Alright? Then I'd be able to sit at your guys' table next time I came here. You guys did great. That is the first time I have ever told that joke in front of a crowd. So thank you for coming along. That is really fucked up. I'm not recording it though. Evidence of this conversation. My mom was like, can I come to the show this week? I'm like, no. Because of COVID, not because of that. I, I wrote a stupid one-liner my first year stand-up. You know, I live at home with my mom, and it's a weird dynamic, you know, and it's just the two of you there, you fight all the time. But it's true what they say, right? The bigger the argument, the better the makeup sex. Stupid, <laughs> stupid throwaway line, first-year comedy joke. Just a first-year comedy joke. My mother told that joke all the fucking time. And this is how, this is how she would present it to their friends. Tell that joke about you fucking me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's not what she She's a little bit surreal, stupid laugh. She's not, you kidding me if she heard this one, how she would present it to All right. Well, there's the bit, guys. It's out there. Uh, what I'm willing to do for money. That's a standing offer, by the way. Anybody at any time, contact him. <laughs> yeah. Send me an email. I was, uh, I had fun with that guys. I had fun. And it was just so funny. Cause I, like, and there was so much, like there was so much honesty, which there was, Oh my God. If I could do that once a year, I would be so happy once a year, just re up a little get, 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 and then, uh, and then I'm on easy street, baby. Easy street. I would even like, I think I would even, I was thinking to myself the other day. I'm like, if I was a gorgeous woman and I could just like, I was already used to doing it. So it's not, it's nothing new. I'm not like breaking some sort of psychological barrier to be able to just be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I would be like, line up some fellas. You know what I mean? I'd probably like rent, rent like a suite or something like that at a hotel or like a conference room, small one. I don't need, I don't need a lot of space. Maybe put up a curtain or something like that, you know? And then just like, I would just like book a bunch of them in a day. You know what I mean? Um, I like, it's, it's tough. Cause I can't like, you know, that as a woman, if you're like this and that, like, like high class hooker though, if I was a good looking chick, I'd be like, I could fucking make a cold mill in a day. You know, would you rather do more fellas at less or, you know, wait and hope to find, it'd be like placing an ad on Kijiji, right? You're like, this is the price I want, but I got to undercut a little bit to make sure that, you know, you know, I could fill it up. But I would think like if you had multiple suitors, you know, book all the appointments, fill the day. I got this conference room. It's nice. Get a little craft services on the side, right? Get a little, you know, table, grab some food. Hey, while you're waiting, fellas, uh, part of your package, uh, please try the pineapple. <laughs> Get it. Anyways. Uh, you know, and then in between dudes, you'd have a, almost like a, I don't almost want like a, like a pit crew or like a boxing 
boxing coach and team where it's just like after when I get to sort of sit down in the corner, ah, right? And they just, you know, got the bottle with the mouthwash in it, rinse my mouth, spit in the bucket. All right, little shoulder rub. All right, get back out there. That last one, you know, he was in charge. You want to control this next one. <laughs> that would be, uh, that would be interesting to me. All right, fuckers. Uh, this was fun. This was fun. I had a good time this episode. Uh, enjoyed myself. I was doing it. Even though I was yawning in the beginning, you know, it's uh, it's nice. It's four o'clock. So I'm a little earlier uh, done than I thought I would be. Not because I thought the podcast would be super long, but I was hoping to get this done in the morning. I just realized it's just so hard for me to get up. I like to get up, reward myself with coffee and a delicious breakfast, but then sometimes I make too much of breakfast and then I fall and I come back and do some shit. I, I got a lot done. I actually came back and uh, uh, cleaned out my closet which is funny because I've, I've had like my pile. I don't know about you guys, but like I do laundry. I come back to my room. I dump the fucking pile of laundry onto my bed. And then I sit in my chair and I do something else. And then when it's bedtime, I'm like, oh, my clothes are on my bed. Uh, do I put them away? Not at all. I fucking grab the big stack of clothes, move it into my chair, bang, bedtime, wake up, move the clothes back from the chair onto the bed. They, they will migrate in this pattern uh, for several days before I'm finally like, ugh. I need both my, basically they go away when I need both my bed and my chair. And then I'm like, all right, you got to go. You got, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's like a, like a guest who's just in the way, you know? And they're like, I'll just go hang out in the living room while you're working. And it's like, okay. But eventually like, yeah, you got to go. No, I'll just go into the, no, no, no. I, uh, I have some uh, people, you got to get, uh, it was nice. It's nice seeing you. It's, uh, it's time to go. Time to go. So I got my, uh, my laundry put away. Um, I got some more, I got some more sandwiches made. Oh man. I did another run. Went to Costco for like the seniors hour this morning. Jesus Christ. Those fucking old people, man, are, are their heads ever in the clouds? Like they move. So they got two speeds, slow and stop barely moving, looking around, head in the clouds. No concept that anybody else is there. And I get it. They're old. Like, but I went with my mom to like kind of help. So every time my mom was like, pardon me, excuse me, Jesus Christ. I, I, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm sort of sitting sideways in my chair, but I've got the mic on my left side. I'm used to it being on the right. So I turned my head into the mic to burp. Sorry guys. Um, it's that Red Bull coming up. Another reason to hate them. Jesus. Um, the, uh, you know, every time she was like, you know, go to get something and kind of looking at it when I was like, yeah, just, let me get it for you. I'm constantly moving her cart out of the middle of the aisle over to the side and stuff, but there's some, they're all, they're all doing it. It's, it's all head in the crowd. Their heads bumping into each other. You know what I mean? So, and it's funny too, because I'm like, don't any of these people have someone who would shop with them or for them? You know what I mean? Like, I guess, I don't know. I feel bad for them. Whatever. No biggie. But I, but I did that, came home. I did a bunch of food preps where I made the sandwiches, everything like that. Then I made my breakfast. Um, I cleaned, uh, the freezer. been buying all these things from Costco. So I had to reorganize the freezer so that there's room for stuff and make more room for the roommates. That's, you know, shared real estate. I gotta be fair. So got a bunch of that stuff done. And then, uh, Bob's your uncle, man. Podcast time. Was that an interesting story? I don't think so. I don't think so. But, uh, here we are. So hope you guys had a, a great week. I hope you have an even better week next week. Like I said, tomorrow I'm, uh, I'm going to go sit down and, uh, and come up with some ideas for that box. Um, Ooh, cigar cutters. You guys are cigar smokers like me. I was also talking about the Glen Cairns for whiskey, but even a rocks glass, man, it's not the right thing. I'm a whiskey guy. I'm not going to get a, a rocks glass. That's not the right way to, to drink whiskey. If I was going to put a, a one man podcast whiskey glass in there, that would be actually, I would really like that. If more of you guys were whiskey drinkers, I would love to have a Glen Cairn glass with one man podcast. So if I'm sitting here sipping a whiskey on an episode, you guys could be doing the same with me. It's like we're closer together, but like shot glasses make no sense. I mean, there's, there's so much novelty stuff. All right. 
So I just, I don't want, I don't want to give you guys knickknacks. I want to, I want to give you shit that you're excited to wear. You're comfortable in that. You're proud of, you know what I mean? Not maybe not proud of that. I'm proud. Definitely that I'm proud to give to you. I want, I want that stuff. Cause I want you to enjoy it. If you're, if I'm going to ask you for money to get it, I want you to be happy when you get it. You know what I mean? I don't want it to feel like charity. So all my friends with kids, you guys have any kids stuff you would want in that box? You know what I mean? Anything you can think of that would be fun for your kids, you know, one man podcast bibs, like no, there's too many young, 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 like I would, that would be way too specific, but I was just trying to think of like some fun kids stuff or whatever. Like again, so many companies will do like hey, free beach balls. Like, fuck yourself. Beach ball in this weather. You can't go out and fraternize social distance beach balls. Uh, that's the podcast gang. I hope you guys have a great week. I really look forward to talking to you again soon. If I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a house. I would buy you a house. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, buy you furniture for your house, maybe an ice chester field or an ottoman. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you car a nice reliant automobile and if I had a million dollars I'd buy your Go up there and, and hang out. Like open the fridge and stuff, and there always be foods laid out for us with little pre-wrapped sausages and things. Mm. They have pre-wrapped sausages, but they don't have pre-wrapped bacon. Well, can you blame them? Oh uh, yeah. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well I'd buy you a fur coat, but not a real fur coat. That's cruel. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you an exotic pet, yep, like a llama or an emu. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you John Merrick's remains, ooh, all them crazy elephant bones. And if I had a million dollars, I'd buy your We just need more. And buy really expensive ketchups with it. That's right, all the fanciest ke- Dijon ketchup. Mm. <laughs>
If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a green dress But not a real green dress, that's cruel And if I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you some art A Picasso or a Garfunkel If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a monkey Haven't you always wanted a monkey? If I had a million dollars I'd buy you Rich.